Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. In the scenario list... There's something happening at the church in Hawklaw. Let's go check that out. So I'm in Hawklaw. Visit the church. The small church is plainly decorated. The w- a wooden podium stands at one end of the only womb, while two rows of wooden pews take up the west of the space. A hatch sits into the floor at the back of the church church presumably offers access to the cellar. Save for a handful of scurrying mice, the church is empty. You can look at the wooden pews. The pews appear to be little more than rough-hewn wooden slabs laid across blocks of oak. Yep, yep, very basic church. Sit in a pew and pray. You kneel in one of the pews, close your eyes, and offer a prior silent prayer to Sithak, the All-Father. After several minutes of reflection, you rise and make your way out of the church. Now I'm going to need that help for the coming adventure. So, back into the church again. Investigate the trapdoor. You can tell by the section number this is much newer content. You make your way towards the hatch, only to be startled by the sudden and unexpected appearance of Tibbin. He moves swiftly to intercept you. The rector, who seems, who, seems, who seems keen on keeping you away from the hatch, politely inquires about your recent travels, though you clearly sense he is only interested in preventing you from getting any closer to your objective. After a few moments of awkward conversation, you ultimately relent and abandon. For now... You attempt to investigate the hatch. You think you should perhaps try again once Tibbin is out of sight. Alright, investigate the trapdoor once more. Oh no, no, he's, he's coming up. Okay, it's. What about if I leave the church? Visit the church, investigate the trapdoor. No, no, no luck this time. 
Ah, good. Good. He, he was engaged in something else at this moment. You make your way over to Hatch and discover that the sturdy wooden hatch is not locked. Affixed to one edge of the door's thick timbers is a large iron wing. Pull open the hatch. You pull open the hatch and discover a ladder leading down to a musty cellar. From up here it's difficult to make out anything in the gloom below. Climb down into the cellar of course. The, ce the cellar beneath the church is cool, dry and nearly empty. Save for a heap of discarded crates and a wooden door set into the far wall. There isn't much to see. Well, let's go look in the crates of course. A quick a thorough search through the heat crates turns up a leather pouch containing a small quantity of gold. Fifteen gold! Woo! Fifteen gold! Yay! It's so great! Ah, not really. Confident you haven't missed anything, you pocket the gold and step back from the stack of crates. Okay, now, the door. As you approach the door, a vague sense of uneasiness washes over you. Despite your curiosity, your every sense seems to be warning you that something here isn't quite right. You inexplicably feel that something both powerful and malevolent is lurking behind the door. Okay, how did that get into the basement of a church? What does... Does Tibbin know? I mean, you must know there's something down here, otherwise you wouldn't keep trying to block me. Oh, I don't know. Continue towards the door anyway. You're standing before the door. The disquiet you felt as you approached this spot is now much more pronounced. It feels as though you're being, almost as if you're being watched. There is no lock on the wooden door. Open the door! The door swings open, its hinges creaking slightly to reveal a small alcove carved into patch earth behind the cellar wall. Resting atop the crude wooden podium at the back of the alcove is a large black book. The hideous, leering likeness of a goblin's face is etched into the tomb's worn leather cover. As you stand staring at the book, your every instinct streams for you to close the door and leave the cellar. Well, <laughs> now if there's one thing you learn as an adventurer is to be quite cynical of your instincts, actually. <laughs> so I, I could close the door and move for actually I will. With no desire to linger in the presence of the book for even a moment later, you promptly close the door and move to the far side of the cellar. Nope, going to investigate the door again. Continue towards the door. Open the door. Okay, do I look at the book? Because otherwise it's just going to be there until I do look at it. Examine the book. The instant your fingers... Your fingers brush against the cover of the book. A powerful and invisible force abruptly repels your hand. Suddenly... The etched goblin face adorning the tome's leather cover begins to move. Your heart skips a beat as the leering visage carved into the cover suddenly meets your more horrified gaze. Who are you? growls the goblin, his face twisting into a hideous sneer. 
You best forget you ever found me. As the etched face on the cover, cover swiftly reverts to the original static form, you step back. Do you dare not take your eyes off the sinister book? You're suddenly filled with an overwhelming desire to destroy the town. Now, if it is a goblin, I'll equip the goblin doom to doom the goblin. But uh, it has to be that because I don't have anything called book doom that dooms books. So it has to just hope it's it's got enough goblininess left in it for it to work. So I can attack the book, which makes sense. I mean, it's it's, or it's almost certainly evil. And if it's not evil, it's probably in, in it probably in a state far far worse than death. <laughs> attempt to speak to the book. Oh, I can attempt to speak to the book. Well, might as well. You speak to the tome, hoping the ex-goblin face on its cover will again stir to life. Without warning, an overwhelming sense of despair washes over you. The intense wave of emotion has only begun to ebb when a, la- when a sharp pain tears through the very core of your being, leaving you doubled over in agony. Thirteen damage, but I just quickly heal that. Bewildered and fearing for your life, you hurriedly fall away from the book book and close the door. Relieved to have survived the unnerving encounter, you swiftly retreat to the far side of the cellar. Alright, open the door. Yep, looking okay, opening the door, examining the book. Okay. The only thing I haven't done is attack the book. So I will. <laughs> yes. As if having sensed your intentions, the black tome quivers and a bone-jarring blast of telekinetic energy slams into you, sending you sprawling onto your back. Eight stamina points lost. Battered, scape, scraped and battered, but still alive. You stagger back to your feet. I'll just heal that. Attack the book anyway! As you leap, leap forward to attack the tome. The sinister book again begins to quiver. Undeterred, you sustain your assault, inexplicably driven to see the book's demise. I am fighting a sinister tome. And it really is sinister. It's attacked me twice. Admittedly, the, the second time I was trying to kill it, so that that's understandable. But the first time, I wasn't. Sinister tome. Now this, the Goblin Doom has helped to lower the difficulty of this enemy. Ah, looks like there's still enough Goblin left for it to be doomed. The blade of your weapon cuts mercilessly into your foe. Before damage, the tone projects a telekinetic blast at you. Now this is quite possibly... The most difficult fight in the entire game. Yeah, and and the reason why, it has an anti-magic aura. So you can't use magic. And and it's got so much health that you you can't just take it down normally either. 
Alright. Giving it a bash anyway. Oh, yeah. It's got lots of health and it's scaled. Scaled to, well, usually 12 plus, but thanks to the Goblin Doom, it's 11 plus. Alright. A powerful blast of telekinetic energy slams into you for 18 damage. Now, I'll do what I always do when facing a super tough foe. Wand of Dragonfire! Well, that was... Okay, just 112 damage from the Wand of Dragonfire. That's a bit disappointing for a Wand Blast. Okay, next up, I can use the Finger of Dread. An overpowering sense of dread comes over you as, as you level the Finger of Bone at your enemy. Your foe takes 137 points of damage. Powerful aura of fear that surrounds the finger has take, taken its toll on you. You take 17 points of damage. The Finger of Dread has two uses left before the free Oryx band disintegrate. You tremble with uncontrollable rage as you assail your foe. I just went into battle rage, which is nice. Okay. Now, you get three uses of the, thing, of the Finger of Dread. But you have to wait about 10 minutes for it to recharge. So, going to pause it for a bit. Alright, time for another use of the Wand of Dragonfire. No, Finger of Dread. Alright, 131 damage for Finger of Dread. 16 blowback damage. And one band remains. Third use of the Finger of Dread, 141 points of damage to the enemy, 23 points of damage to myself, and that's lowered my health to 58. Oh, I just entered into Battle Rage, that's nice. Alright, 21 damage, 21 damage, 21 damage, 21 damage, 21 damage. Okay, well, my luck just went out for that. So, I'm going to pause for a bit while the Wand of Dragonfire recharges. I've had an idea for how to make this easier. Long, long ago, I got an item called Tally's Echoing Whisper. I got that when I hoped Tally's with a problem with a creeping forest. That was quite a while ago. Anyway, he gave you a... Well, I guess it's an item, although it's not... Well, I have a, a thingy. It's called Tally's Echoing Whisper. I can only use it ten times ever. Ever, ever, ever. But I did just say this is the most difficult battle in the game. And I've gone through every other battle in the game without using it. Even the ones in the Proving Grounds. Where you, 
where dying has consequences. So if I'm not going to use it now, I probably will never use it. So I'm going to give it a go. Charlie's whispering voice echoes in your mind. Your enemy's melee waiting has decreased. You may call upon the whisper nine more times. So I've only used it once. And this is that time. Okay, what happens? Okay, oh wait. Uh, I want to... Mm, no. No, it actually doesn't do anything. Oh, uh, of course, of course it doesn't do anything. I was just wondering if it would. But it doesn't. Anyway, now I've only got 24 health left. So, I'll use a quick stone. Your quick stone shimmers and grows. And glows bright red as it fully heals you. Alright, so I've got it down to 48% health. And pretty much my only option now... Is just to wait for the Wonder Dragon Fire Charges. Because this is the most powerful foe in the game. Well, maybe not as powerful, but definitely most difficult. And anyway, I'll be back soon. I mean, instantly for you. Bit of time for me. And I've just used the Wonder Dragon Fire again. For 234 points of damage to the enemy. And no damage to me, because the Wanda's Dragon Fire is properly made. Alright, wait a bit for it to recharge. And it did. And then it did 162 points of damage. Alright, the Sinister Tome is three quarters destroyed now. Probably a couple more blasts will do it. And then, the Wand of Fire, Wand of Dragon Fire blasts it again for another 234 damage, leaving it with just 8% of its health left. Uh, I'm going to try to manually bring it down the west. Just click normal. Uh, Alright, okay, I'm getting the worst of it. Powerful blast of telekinetic energy slams into you for 21 damage. Ugh, it's getting a lot of bad rolls. Alright, 17. Alright, right, so even when I roll a 20, I still only get 17 damage. Alright, 8 damage. Another 17 damage. Nearly, nearly. Ah. The blade of your weapon mercis, cuts mercilessly into your foe for 10 damage. Okay, another special for 7 damage. And yes, it is slain. Slain. Take that, you probably evil book. 14 XP. That, that's it. That's it. The hardest foe in the game. And I get 14 combat XP. But of course, the wheel reward comes later. 
A glossal snarl wises into the air and echoes throughout the small cellar, as the black toe, its cover no longer adorned with the etched goblin face, suddenly disintegrates into a small heap of fine black dust. You will know death, mortal, hisses a low voice, seemingly coming from every direction. The voice fades to a whisper before altogether falling silent. In the immediate wake of the book's destruction, the sense of unease that plagued your mind abruptly departs, replaced by a lingering mix of relief and elation. I got 4,096 experience to general, 512 experience to all skills and powers, that's pretty nice, and a permanent increase of one stanima point. Which means if I have my shimmering silver mace equipped, I now have 250 stanima points. Which is a nice round number. After making a thorough examination of the alcove, the podium and the black dust, you close the door and move to the far side of the cellar. Yeah, okay. Despite your best efforts, the door refuses to budge. You immediately sense some unseen forces at work here. Suddenly, you'll ease your make your way to the far side of the cellar. Alright, climb out. Alright, if I pray, so nothing happens. Alright, into the church. Alright, no, no, I want to... I want to... Meet up with Tibbin. Oh no, he, he, I can't bring it up to him about what's that. What was that book doing there? Because seriously, what was that book doing there? It's odd. Anyhow, so that is 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 that. Now, is there anything nearby? There's the cabin, but we've done that in another. Anything else in Hawklaw to do? Village hmm. council building. No, 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 no. Let's see. Hooks. Still back tavern. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, no, I think that is everything in Hawklaw done. Alright, so it's a bit short this episode, but that will be it for now. I guess next time, next time, yeah, we'll go visit one of those taverns, I think. And until then, farewell. Hello, adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.